0: Hi, I'm Carolina, your podcast host and expert womb healer. Over the past five years, I've served over 500 women to remove physical blockages in their bodies. We achieved this with Reiki. I believe healing doesn't have to be done alone, nor should it be. You will hear stories of healing, methods to heal with, and guest speakers covering taboo topics you won't hear anywhere else. Let's continue this journey of womb healing together. Welcome back, friends. I'm Carolina Sotomayor, your podcast host, and Ricky, womb healer. Today, we're talking about freaking down lies about motherhood. You don't have to do it all. That's right, my friends. Newsflash. It's 2023. Bessie, you don't have to do it all. This ain't the 1950s. No. And if they're saying that you have to, it's time to have some conversations. That's right. It's all about changing your mindset and your limiting beliefs. So, Understanding where those beliefs come from, who told you that was the way it was, and just realizing we don't have to do it that way anymore. The most dangerous phrase, (laughs) I saw this on a TikTok or maybe it was Instagram, was the most oh no, no, I remember where I saw this. My friend and my podcast coach, Dylan Schmidt, he recently sent an email that said the most dangerous phrase ever spoken was, Well, we've always done it this way. And he's right. And we don't have to do this. We don't have to do it all anymore. That's why there is, you know, people you can hire. There is people that are made to help you. There is also like resetting your expectations of yourself is really what you need to first start. So you don't have to do it all. And what does it all mean? Career, child rearing, like taking care of details of birthday parties laundry, chores, finances, emotional needs, relationship, being a wife, mom, friend, all of it. You don't have to do it all. And the number one thing that I have adopted and believe to my core as a personal truth, I don't have to do it all right now on the same day. I am many things to many people and I'm all good in those aspects. I'm a great daughter-in-law. But am I a great daughter-in-law every single day? No. But when it is my time and I need to be present with my in-laws, guess what? I'm all in. It's understanding that I don't have to be all the things all the time at the same time because I was failing when I was doing it and I was not doing anything well. There are certain things that we have decided as a family that we are like what we need from each other, and so being a wife and a mom. And a person is things I need to hit every single day. And we have created in those flows what are the things that we need from each other in those roles as family members. My son requires a lot of hugs. He goes, Mommy, I need a hug. Or he'll tell me, he learned this in preschool, was Mommy, my bucket's a little empty now. I didn't get enough love today. I need a cuddle. And the fact that he can express that to me. Is profound because when I was a child, I didn't know what emotions were. I didn't know how to articulate them. I certainly didn't feel safe to express them. I didn't know I was allowed to express them. I didn't even know that I could say anything because I was more of like, the quieter you are, the easier your life is going to be. So for me to have a son that says, hey, mom, I need XYZ, allows my job to be easier as a mom. So My husband and I have a fantastic relationship. He's the person I never get tired of and a million lifetimes will never be enough time with him. But every day we have thank yous before we go to bed and it's three things that that person did that day that we're thankful for. So we do that with my son and my husband and that allows me to be a good wife to him. Also, knowing his love languages has allowed me to be a better wife, allow us to effectively communicate better to each other and make each other feel seen and heard. So understanding like how you can meet your emotional needs and what are the priorities in your family and in your individual relationships within the family has allowed me to be more of myself and feel like I can give myself more grace. I don't need to be super mom every day. My son has seen me cry. My son has seen me fall apart. He's seen me yell at people because they were assholes. And guess what? If you come from my son or my husband, it's not them you need to worry about. It's me because I have fought an entire lifetime to get to where I'm at. And I'm not going to let anyone disrespect them. I'm going to advocate for them. And I think that that's understanding that there's going to be moments where you're going to be super mom. You're not going to be super mom every day, but creating rituals and spaces in your routine, or in some cases, my friend, Rachel Tran, who's also a parenting coach, she said, people do rhythms. They do the same thing every single day in the same patterns. It may not be at seven or five every single day, they are going to brush their teeth. They are going to take a shower every night. They are going to wear their jammas. Somewhere in there, put in the things that are most important for you and do them in an increment or in a frequency that is easy. And soon over time, that little thing becomes easier and easier and it just becomes second nature. And that's where the thank yous came in. The thank yous before bedtime. One are three things I'm grateful for today that you did that I saw and I'm grateful for. And they have to be different than the day previous. It makes everyone feel valued, loved, and seen. Now, I also healed my inner child because my inner child felt like if I didn't do it all, I was nothing. And in my childhood trauma that came up, it was all or nothing. My childhood was very extreme. So it was either all in and people were present or they were gone. It was not consistent. It wasn't stable. It wasn't steady. So I had to learn that it's okay to have moments of highs and lows, but also like, what can we do as an adult to slow down so we have consistency? Because consistency and sustainability creates reliability and safety. And reliability and safety allows me to not burn out. So understanding and healing my inner child was so important to understand. I was worthy of slowing down. I was worthy of asking for help. And the help that I I hired was I hired a cleaning lady. My husband hates to do chores. Who doesn't? But like I found out like what we were arguing about in our marriage was over dishes. And I was like, I'm done with this. So I hired a cleaning lady. I actually hired a cleaning crew and they're amazing. They come twice a month. And it keeps us accountable. I have two businesses and I hired a bookkeeper and I hired a therapist and I hired a babysitter. <laughs> My in-laws moved away. We struggled really hard to find a great babysitter. That wasn't complicated. All our babysitters for a while was super complicated. And one that we're like, you are a part of our family. We trust you. We believe in you. We're going to spoil you. We are so thankful for you. So the more I healed my inner child, the more worthy I felt like I could spend money on to ask for help. And I I really leaned into how good it felt to feel lighter. And like the moments I got to breathe or there was less tension, I really relished in those moments. I was like, how can I create more of this? So understanding that like, I also don't have to be the mom that travels. I love airplanes, but I like travel on my terms. So sometimes I would prefer not to go and have someone come here instead. Depends on your budget too. For us, it was cheaper to fly my mom here to visit with us. I'm happy to pay for her ticket every single time happy to pay for any accommodations she'll need in any kind of seat she wants on the plane. Yes, ma'am, as long as it's not first class. Mm. <laughs> so I don't have to do it all. I don't have to be the mom that takes my kid on 10-hour road trips because I'm not a happy camper in the car. It makes me super unhappy and I'm very unpleasant to be around. I hired a virtual assistant in our business and that was a game changer. I don't have to be the secretary of our lives either. I don't have to be the secretary of my inbox, and it might take her a little bit more time, but it's something less that I have to do. Uh, she does my Amazon orders, like simple stuff like that. You don't have time for Amazon. Uh, nobody. I'm trying to do less in my life so I can do something else. Evaluating like what was I doing that I didn't want to do anymore and what was repetitious, and understanding that, like, how is my time better spent elsewhere? Call it savvy or delegation, whatever you prefer, but I would rather spend time being present with Ollie and outside and creating memories and have the ability to employ a very competent and amazing human who can do all of the admin things, call the doctors, make the appointment, that kind of thing, give them all the tools, set them up, use a project management software. I am techie. Not just a great healer and speaker, I am a techie woman and I have a project management software called ClickUp. It's free. Go check it out. And of course, with this podcast, I hired a podcast editor. I believe in hiring out things if you can. When I hire things out, it's with the intention I'm getting time back. I also don't have to do it all with groceries or cooking or meal planning guess what? My kid is not going to remember if I baked every single cake for his birthday from scratch. No. And he wouldn't care anyway. He just wants to know that he had cake. So it just really like, what are my expectations of myself in these situations? What are the expectations of doing life? And where did those expectations and beliefs come from? And understand that you can break them all. You can say, fuck it all. Because this is my life. I am also a mom and a wife, but it's my life. And I'm the person I have to live with the longest. Why shouldn't I be making my life happier, creating more moments of joy, making my life full of ease? I understand life is going to happen. Trust me, we're not into the toxic spiritual babes from TikTok, but life's still going to happen. I have tools to cope with it. But I also have more support because I have more capacity because my mental space and my emotional space is not spent worrying about if my son is going to like the cake I baked for him. Guess what, Betty? We bought it from Publix or hy here in the Midwest. If we lived in Florida, we would buy the sheet cake from Publix. So what can you do about motherhood? What are your beliefs about motherhood? and how you operate as a mom and a wife, as a family member, and how are you doing the things that you're doing? Are they aligning to create more peace, more joy, stability, and safety in your life? For us, this year was about more peace. Last year was about simplifying things and understanding that those goals can change, but you have to remember you're in charge and there's no police coming for you. There's no Unless you broke the law, then that's I'm Sorry, but we're not talking about that. It's more about like owning your life, standing up and saying, "You know what? I don't care about what other people say. This is my life, my kid, my family, and I am I'm going to do the best I can to show up for them and show up for myself because I deserve all of these things. And if you feel like you don't deserve Those things, then it's time for you to join Next Level Fertility or the Make a Baby membership. We need to work on your worth. My self worth is something that I'm perpetually working on, but it's okay. I understand that I don't have to also be all the things all the time because nobody is all the things all the time. So, this is a bit of a more raw episode than usual. So, I hope you're doing great in your week and I'll see you next week. It was an honor to connect and serve you this week. If you are a spiritually curious person wanting to conceive and heal blockages in your fertility, click the link in the episode description to learn more about the Fertility Foundation Collective. Until next time, my friend, know you are loved.